3: Being here with you on a Wednesday, over the hump Wednesday, mid June, searing hot temperatures, hazy hot temperatures. We told you earlier the haze you're seeing that uh, clouding the sky up a little bit, the skyline being caused by uh, what do they call it? Humidity haze, humidity haze, and then smoke from agricultural burning in Mexico. And it's here. got some
2: moisture in it too. Yeah, it's well, got some,
3: some sauna light. It's creating that furnace sauna effect. Yes, is keeping the. Uh, Keeping that moisture in so it's warm out there. Hydrate yourself uh, into the middle, midweek. You some
2: good powder, though. Got box. some new stuff out there. This, this is loom stuff, they called it. They have it for all the cracks and crevices in your body. If you got some, you're gonna you sweat. Some moisture. Um, yeah, you're gonna sweat.
3: Hey, coming up in our coach's corner, uh, interesting conversation that's uh, went on. Joel Klatt, the Fox broadcaster, but Colorado alum, did a good sit down interview conversation with Deion Sanders. Wide ranging conversation. Been pretty cool because you have a Colorado alum talking to the new Colorado coach and some pretty insightful stuff. But uh, you and Ty are are ready to gamble against Colorado in 2023. For
2: sure. Uh,
3: Deion Sanders will let you hear him in his own words. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. That's
2: good. Keep up
3: Keep up the faith. Keep the faith. Also, a report at Horns 24-7 Sports this morning that uh, tonight when the SEC announces its uh, conference football schedule for 20-24, and it'll be 6 o'clock tonight, that the Longhorns will play at A&M, at Arkansas, and host Georgia in addition to the Oklahoma game and then the rest of the SEC schedule. But that's according to Horns 24-7. They say first season will include... Trip to Kyle Field, trip to Fayetteville, a game with Georgia and then uh, the trip to Dallas, of course with Oklahoma. We'll forget the full schedule coming up tonight but I mentioned uh, earlier in the week or actually last week the Big Ten announced their football schedule for 2024 with USC and UCLA joining the conference and it's interesting man I mean it's uh, it's obviously the same kind of conversation. USC in their first year in the conference will play games at Iowa, at Maryland, at Michigan. In the big house, which will be a big one. Actually, no, no. That's Wisconsin. They'll play at Maryland, at Northwestern, at Penn State, Buck. How about USC at Penn State that's great. in 2024?
2: Here's the whiteout.
3: Uh, all your, uh, your, Penn, your Philadelphia buddies and Bethlehem buddies will be fired up about that. They'll Absolutely. Play, they'll play at Purdue. And, of course, they'll play at UCLA, which is a short road trip for them. The USC in year one will host Illinois, Iowa, Michigan. That's the Michigan game I was talking about. That'll be out in Los Angeles. And then Wisconsin. Uh, but... You know, we knew when this schedule was that when this decision was announced, one of the big factors for USC and UCLA is going to be travel and the amount of travel that they're going to make, not just in their football programs but their athletic department. That's why I still think long-term, big picture, they need to add some more West Coast schools to that Big Ten so they have their Western flank: mm-hmm. the Oregon's, the Washington's, the, maybe Stanfors, the Stanford's. Yep. Uh, big picture. How about this? This is a good. This is an example of that. So in 2024, someone, someone did the math on this. In 2024, Nebraska, right? They're a Big Ten team. They play right in the middle of the country. They're going to travel just over 7,000 miles for their conference football games in 2024. UCLA will travel 25,000 miles. No, 25,580 miles. Now, we should say in fairness that that season in 2024 also includes a road trip to Hawaii. <laughs> they're also going oh, to Hawaii, okay. in twenty twenty four. This is kind of an outlier. We're but, not turning
2: that one down no. Yes,
3: uh, they're playing at Hawaii. That's a five thousand mile trip from Los Angeles. So you know Chip Kelly, and yeah, that... in twenty and in twenty twenty four, UCLA will play at LSU. That's already on the non conference books <laughs> for them, which is a three thousand mile, twenty thirty two hundred mile trip. So yeah, they're gonna their their football team will will log over twenty five thousand. Miles in the air from game to game, costly, but that's why they have planes. That's why they're going to get a hundred million dollars annually. That's right. And that Big Ten media rights deal. And uh, you, UCLA's shortest road trip in year one in the Big Ten, starting in twenty twenty four, will be a trip to Indiana. Remember, you got to where do you where do you fly in to go to Indiana? You can't just fly right into Bloomington. Got to fly in somewhere, Indianapolis, and drive. But that's going to be a thirty five hundred, almost thirty six hundred mile trip. So there you go. That's coming. That's, that's the, the new look of college football, going coast to coast and when for does, conference games. And
2: when, when is Colorado and the Big 12 going to make a decision? There's, everybody's still holding out that there's going to be this contract, TV contract, for the Pac-12. And their presidents are still waiting. I don't know what the well, president what, of Colorado is waiting for.
3: Well, here's what you hear. that the, 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 the programs that don't have a lot of options, like Washington State's president, right. was out saying, Oh, we feel good about it, Dale. They have to say well. Well, they're the they're the ones that are going to be out in the cold here. <laughs> yeah, shortly when if and when Colorado decides to jump into the Big Twelve or and Arizona potentially into that Big Twelve, which would further destabilize the Pac Twelve, which would then allow somewhat I just talked about the Big Ten to maybe turn back and talk to Oregon and talk to Washington and look at that for the big picture. It Wouldn't be for twenty twenty four, but. Uh, or maybe I don't know. Within this, thing, this whole thing, already announced the conference schedule. I don't think they're they're going to do that. But man, it is the, the the times they are changing, as we know. And uh, you still got to play 2023. But in 2024, the Longhorns, according to Horns 24/7, will have quite the season and road trips to College Station, Fayetteville, Dallas to play OU, and then uh, also in 2024, you already know, Buck, on the books is a trip to Ann Arbor to play the Michigan Wolverines. That's already there. Uh, like you're going to Tuscaloosa this year, you're going to Ann Arbor the following year, and um, but also the, the the breaking piece from the Horns 24/7 story is that Georgia would be making their first on-campus visit to Austin, Texas ever between the two programs, which would be interesting. And Kirby Smart's got a pretty good program going there. I don't know if you paid attention to that. They're they're all right. They've won back-to-back national championships, so looking forward to that. So, what do they, uh, they
2: expect in Colorado to win eight games this year? Well,
3: let me get the headlines, and then we'll let you hear from Dion Sanders that. himself and always confident dion is but first let's get to the news ubo business services brings you our trending topics top of the seven start with texas athletics and now monday night's heartbreaking still hard to believe end of the texas baseball season uh, means the university of texas has officially concluded its 2022-2023 athletic year and after winning the learfield division one director's cup as the nation's top performing athletic department in each of the previous two years this year's Longhorns will have to settle for second place behind Stanford. The Cardinal have reclaimed the cup after Texas snapped their 25-year stranglehold on that two years ago. Uh, they'll finish two, but still a great year for Longhorn athletics. The program programs won two national championships, including volleyball. Ten programs finished with top five finishes. Thirteen more in the top ten in the NCAA finishes and twelve Big Twelve conference titles through the Texas programs. That's double. Uh, the conference titles of any other Big 12 school this fall. Texas will be in competition in their final year in the Big 12, of course, with the move to the Southeastern Conference coming in the fall of 2024. We'll Talked about the SEC schedule being announced tonight. We'll be looking for that. The night in baseball last night, Dell Diamond Round Rock Express opened up a long homestand, 12 games at Dell Diamond with an 8-5 win over El Paso. They'll be back at it again tonight at 7:05, as we mentioned in the Major League Baseball ranks. Don't look now, but the surging LA Angels putting themselves in the mix in the AL West. They beat the Rangers again last night, 7-3. to Hunter Renfro hit a two-run homer that capped a three-run sixth inning that helped the Halos get the win. They've won the first two games of that four-game series with the Rangers. They've won eight of nine. They're just a game back of Houston now in the American League West. Astros did post a win last night over Washington at Minute Maid Park, 6-1 to home runs uh, solo variety from Mauricio Dubon, Kyle Tucker, Mal- Martin Maldonado, Chaz McCormick. That backed up a solid start from the rookie right-hander Hunter Brown. Uh, in the... In- professional ranks. How about uh, Denver Nuggets? You know, one night after the Nuggets claimed their first ever NBA championship with a five-game series win, the Vegas Golden Knights did the same thing in hockey. They crushed the Florida Panthers 9-3. That's their first ever championship in hockey. A piece of breaking news this morning on the eve of the start of the third golf major, the U.S. Open, which will tee off tomorrow out in Los Angeles. The PGA Tour released a statement overnight that says Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan is recuperating from a medical situation and that he'll uh, be out of, out of, out of commission. The Ron Prince, the chief operating officer, and Tyler Dennis, the executive VP and president, will be leading the day-to-day operations of the PGA Tour uh, while he recovers.
4: This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com.
3: Well, there you go. Someone of our geography majors has said that uh, over 25,000 miles, that's a lap around the earth. So maybe we'll call the UCLA first year in the Big Ten the the big lap the lap around the earth season the uh, for UCLA football and Chip Kelly out there. Then all I got to do is look at a map, and every time they fly out, somebody says, "Yeah, that looks
2: stupid." Yeah, that looks that looks stupid.
3: Every time they fly out of uh, LA headed east, they're, they're going a long way. Uh, I'll tell you that trip from LA to Rutgers, oh my uh, goodness, or New Jersey or New York that's that's a trip for sure. But that's the, what they signed up for. And that becomes the real issue. I know in football they can handle it, but it's only once a week, or it's only what, six times a year you're gonna make that trip. Uh, think about the other sports. Think about, you know, the baseball teams and you better be the thinking about team. the money. You better have the money. Well and then but then then of course the student athletes here that's that's the quite who? a lot. Well, the coaches, who? coaches and players. I mean that's a lot. Not gonna be much school being done. Yeah, well. Flying school. It'll be flying school. Do it on the plane. Better get, get planes decked out with tutoring there, <laughs> so you just can, get sh- get the wi-fi ready you just just get your wi-fi
2: and get to work they do have to play school or they're pretending they're playing school in the big tent got good schools in there so
3: this says "E your math is off he's trying to say my mileage is off well you, somebody said it's two thousand miles to bloomington well it's a round trip you got to fly two and back
2: and that counts too right you have to fly home you don't get to stay
3: um that's but I, this is somebody somebody else did the math on this i'm just reading from this story that someone else added that up uh so if they did the math poorly i apologize but yeah so you're going a round trip you got to go and come home so uh that becomes the challenge hey let's dive into your coach's corner it's brought to you by audio visual consultations that's avconsultations.com online
1: Audiovisual consultations and tom mckay the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid
2: I'll be sitting up on Sunday on Father's Day watching Victor Hoblin win the U.S. Open.
3: Was that your pick? There you go, Victor. I like that. That's he's been right there. Just uh, won at uh, Jack Nicholas's tournament at the Oklahoma Memorial State
2: Cowboy. Yes. Yeah.
3: Can I give you a good note on on Victor Hoblin? I don't know if you saw this. The day after winning Jack Nicholas's tournament, tournament in Dublin, Ohio, just north of Columbus which is one of the more prestigious non-major tournaments oh, there's on, the, no doubt on the calendar because yeah. it's Jack's place and it's Jack Nicholas, the greatest the the greatest major champion of all time. Um he the next day
2: Oh, that's right. He went caddy for his buddy. He went caddy
3: for a buddy of his at Oklahoma State who was trying to qualify for the US Open. He, he didn't pl- make he, it. Yeah, he was playing in a qualifier and he was one of his former teammate or that's uh, right. at Oklahoma State and so yeah, he had already agreed to do it. So there was Victor Hovland after collecting like $3 bucks in prize money. With a bag l- around his shoulder. Lugging a bag for his buddy. I mean, that's a good dude right there. That is a
2: good dude. That's good a good stuff. dude.
3: He could have said, you know what, Vic? Or you know what, guy? I'm out. I'm out. I'm not going to do that. But uh, no, it didn't happen. He was there lugging the bag. So pretty cool. I like that pick. Uh, look, I just have to pick Brooks Koepka until somebody beats him when he's healthy in a major championship. I'd like to pick
2: Scotty the 9 iron out on him.
3: I'd like to pick Scotty Scheffler. I just can't trust his putter at this point. He's the odds favorite right now. Well, well, his Tita Green game is is just tremendous right now. He's playing phenomenal. Uh, but Everybody I
2: use that new putter.
3: Well, he 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 said yesterday he's not sure. He said you'll find out Thursday. He's toying with it. But, you know, that's one of those things, you know, it's psychological because he's the, the putter he He's won a lot of majors and a lot of great tournaments. In a in short time, period of time. No kidding. Well, well even at Texas, in his amateur I mean, he played. We won a lot of golf tournaments with that putter.
2: As a junior, too. You're right. So in your mind, you're
3: like, well, it's not the putter's fault. It's my fault. But at the same time, maybe just a change of change of look can can change some things up. That says somebody put a hit on Jay Monahan. Well, we'll see. That's a very vague statement put out by the PGA Tour, and we just cross our
0: fingers that he's okay. worked
2: out. I mean, he's, that's a lot of pressure that's been on him the last, actually, three years.
0: Yeah. Medical situation sounds a lot
3: better than medical emergency.
2: Yes, yes. Say
3: that. But the fact that they've, you know, they didn't say he'll be back shortly. They just said that these two guys will take over while he recovers. He's I in the gulag. In other words,
2: he's not, He won't be hanging around this weekend. There,
3: we'll pick that up at the bottom of the uh, the golf because it's it's. You know, we now know that the the you know the feds. U.S. Congress is involved in this potential live and big, you know, I shouldn't even say it's the, the PGA Tour live merger. People keep saying that it's really the the PGA's partnership right. with the uh, PIF, the Public Interest Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, is really what the deal is between. But uh, there's obviously now saber rattling going on there. Jay Monahan sent a letter to U.S. Congress ahead of this coming down. So he's got he's got an argument that he's making against them. Uh, ahead of time, trying to get ahead of it. But also the uh, the football conversations, Buck. SEC schedule announced tonight, which will be a lot of fun to watch. Roll out at 6 o'clock tonight on the SEC Network if you're looking for it. But I wanted to play these Deion Sanders cuts because it's pretty good. I know you have a strong opinion that they're not going to be good. Let's start with this, though. J- Joel Klatt in our coach's corner asked Deion Sanders, and you'll hear him ask the question because, of course, Joel is a Colorado former player there and alum that it's tough to recruit to Colorado. Tough to recruit to Colorado when you're trying to build this program. That's been the narrative surrounding the program. Here is uh, Joel's question and his response to it.
4: Forever, people are like, oh, it's tough to recruit here. Tough no. to recruit. There's not a local recruiter. You got to be kidding
1: me, man. Well, that's So what's are been you the experience? Kidding? Are, you ki- are, you are you kidding me, me? me? What's
4: been your experience?
1: You, right now, pretty tony, we've been probably, I would say
4: 95%. You get a kid here? It's a wrap. It, yeah.
1: And we ain't we don't have nothing for sale. <laughs> we, we ain't selling nothing. We ain't selling you no dream and no vision. We ain't selling nothing. It is what it is. I'm I'm too honest and straightforward to be selling you anything. Yep. When they get here, it's a wrap. It's no way you can look out the windows of our offices and see how beautiful the mountains are, the landscaping, and the university, and just the city. The just it's it's. The weather. Mm-hmm. It's, its no way you have to sell this place. It sells itself. It, it I don't understand how you can say that. Not only that, I think we have, we're, we're closing in on 20 young men from Florida. You know, I love my Florida boys. Yeah, that's right. Okay? Hey, I love my guys from the other side of the country as well. And... We can say that one, that one, that one, that one from another side of the country. Let's go. Have you, have you been pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. when you
4: get those kids from
1: Florida, from mm-hmm. the
4: South, and you get them from Texas? Yeah. You know, I know you were in Texas yeah. for a long time right. as well, coaching high school football.
1: When you get them up here, are they surprised I'm sure like that I, I am? Like, wait, wait, this is great. They surprised like I was. First of all, man, I ain't never traveled nowhere. I ain't never been nowhere. I've only punched, I think, my passport maybe twice in my whole life. I'm a worker, I'm a homebody. I've, I played baseball out here, yeah. you know, played football, I think, once against the Broncos. I've never journeyed here, been on vacation, seen this kind of stuff. So yeah. the first walking in the snow, snow, my first time was here. Once I got here, <laughs> just seeing the mountains, I've never, never, right? Uh, honestly, never. I never wanted a vacation on this side of the country. I'm a Florida boy. Who lives in Texas? So, But seeing this and getting the opportunity to go to Vail, Yeah, and the views on the way there, I'm like, you got to be kidding me! So you mean to tell me, Lord, I missed all this, all this time? What was wrong with me? Right. Yeah. Am I? There's uh, Deion
3: Sanders uh, clip one, God's country, God's country. I've I've said that to you, Buck. If you ever venture to the mountains, you'll always want to be back, or maybe live there. And is the
2: he's right. Yeah, I was always the fortunate one to had to. Well, I was fortunate that I got to go from places like Boston College, Illinois, and Texas. And recruit those places that he's talking about, yeah. you know, to to head to those places. And I've had plenty of kids from the state of Florida that got off a plane in Illinois and said, "Nope, are you kidding me? Champaign,
3: Illinois is not Boulder, Colorado oh, for yeah. the or, the uh, or even
2: go to Boston, go to Boston and go, uh-uh, too cold. No, nah, it's just uh, this won't work. This won't work for my body.
3: Well, that's that, an interesting. Of course, Deion Sanders is always positive. Uh, this says, guys, weed is legal too. Some will come <laughs> if that's their priority, baby. Also, on the this is interesting because Jay Jay Clatt's trying to give Dion or Jay Clatt, Joel Clatt got Jay Monahan in the brain. Joel Clatt's trying to give uh, Dion a kind of a you know a soft cushion here of you know people are expecting a lot quickly and it, listen to Dion Sanders cut him off. This is uh, Joel Clatt with Dion Sanders.
4: A lot of people are going to well, and I think again there there are people that they believe that this is just going to like overnight.
1: What know? do you mean by?
4: You win a national championship overnight. Why,
1: why, why, why not think like
4: that? Listen, I would love to think like that. Why not I, think like that? I also that? know in, in my profession, Coach, I know that a plus four or five in the win column is a drastic improvement.
1: Not for me. I don't think like that, man. I want it all. I don't want to sip. <laughs> Maybe I want it all. With I want to get cup. full. I don't want to sip. I don't want a, a, one spoon. Give me it all, man. I don't need no pot pie where I got to put it in the oven for 45 <laughs> minutes and take it out and poke the hose and blow on it for another 15 minutes and wait till it cool off. I ain't got time for that process. I want it now and I want it all. And, and I feel like we're assembling the type of young men in the, in the staff to have it. I really do.
4: I really do. So when we see you that opening week on big noon kickoff, um, mm-hmm. uh, you think you got a team that can go down there
2: and compete? Right.
1: I don't think. I know. Yes. Yes. Oops. So that's. Uh, I at mean, TCU. that's the only.
2: That's the only way you can think. That's the way you're, you're supposed to think. That's where you're supposed to think when you go out to practice. Yep. But in in that, when you start to make that pot pie in there, comes that little dose of reality that they sprinkle in there too. You know what I mean? All those things, all those positives that you have, but there is uh, in in that ingredients. There's some reality that comes through. And very seldom do you get a chance. I mean, you see teams do it in a year. This ain't the group coach. I watch yeah. those Pop Warner looking players. those little Pop Warner uniforms on. Those guys are gone. Yeah, well, I mean, no,
3: there are, I mean. Well, you haven't seen the one. I agree with what you're saying the spring game, but remember, they, they traded out 65 players. And most of those guys were the ones playing in the spring game. Is his
0: son going to be the starting
3: quarterback?
2: Yes. Yeah, there's no doubt about How that.
3: Is he actually good? Well, we'll get to see. But oh, I mean, you're going to see that. I, I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that the players you saw that were Pop Warner players that were there for the spring game and spring practice have all been let go, essentially. Which, you know, that's drawn, drawn the ire of a lot of coaches around the country, Mac Brown and Pat Narduzzi and others, that that's not what the transfer portal was, you know, designed for or what's about. Totally re-gutting your program, but you hear Deion Sanders. He's And that's the unknown. That's why that game with TCU, big noon kickoff as uh, Joe Clapp promoted, will be a lot of fun because no one will have seen because he's assembled 45 or 50 new players. So It's a brand new team. Only a handful of the guys you saw at that spring game are still there. It includes most of the transfers that he brought in from Jackson State. Um, of course, Travis Brown. Was that his name? Travis. Who's the, the cornerback? Travis Hunter. Travis, Travis Hunter, Hunter. Yeah. Number one corner in the country when he came out of high school. He's an Iron Man guy too. You'll, you'll probably see him at receivers. Yeah. Sure. So, again, there's Deion Sanders saying, "I don't. I know we will have a team that can compete with TCU." Uh, that's that first game. Twenty-one the, point dogs. Twenty-one point dogs. You laying that, Bucky?
2: Oh, I, I'm laying on the total wins for the season. They'll get better as the season goes on, but that group's not winning more than I'll four, get, I'll four get, games.
0: I'll get up to Vegas before the season starts and get, get a ticket in there for She's us. Fly in for like. that Vegas Golden Knights parade.
2: Oh. <laughs> wow! <laughs> uh, None I mean, of those guys are going back to
3: their horses. They're going to be at that parade. Speaking of that, Tim Lardy. On a, on a day in which, uh, if you miss this, the, on a, we'll get this coming up. in, in addition to the J, Mon- the condition of Jay Monahan, the PGA Commissioner, which suffered a medical situation overnight, we'll also get back to the U.S. Open and the picks that are coming. Your thoughts on Deion Sanders? You see, where the Oakland A's fans held a reverse boycott yesterday. You we know, boycott meaning don't go. They all went to try to show the, the the ownership that it's not the fans' fault that they're leaving. But on the same day, a uh, big something big happened out in the state of Nevada. That uh, will probably lead to the A's moving to Las Vegas, which would be pretty cool. We'll get to all that coming up, plus the uh, hot or not topics for the end of the hour on the day and the evening in which the schedule will be announced for 2024 in the SEC. Looking forward to that. More predictions coming. It's
1: Bucky and Aaron.
3: Wednesday on the Horn B&E with you. If a report at Horns 24 four seven. This morning or overnight is accurate. The 2024 Texas Longhorn football schedule will include, as it stands now, at Michigan, at A&M, at Arkansas, OU in Dallas, and Georgia in Austin. That's according to their report. And we know they're going to play Michigan. That's already on the schedule in 2024. But uh, the release will be tonight at 6 o'clock. SEC Network, they'll roll out all schedules for all teams for 2024. No dates or times, just who you're playing and where. Uh, for twenty twenty four, so uh, and the story reported Horns twenty four seven says that uh, according to their sources, Arkansas and a And M is road trips already on the schedule with the OU game in Dallas, so and a Georgia game here, which would be very interesting. That's a pretty good schedule. Yeah. <laughs> you start is. with that because you're yes, it is. Uh, you also know what is it in twenty twenty four? Your let me make sure I get this. Your your other non conference games, you already know those two as well. Uh, that's already been determined. Um, they've already scheduled those. And, and by the way, something we haven't talked about, maybe a lot of you have thought about it, since they're only going to play eight games in 2024 as as, as conference games, they're going to have to add, a, add another game. There's going to have to be a, a, a 12th game added because right? Texas right now has three non-conference games on their 2024 schedule. Uh, so and then they're going to get an eight-game conference schedule. They're going to have to add, a, add one more. And I don't know who that's going to be, <laughs> um, you know. And so that 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 that'll also have to be determined in the future. Um, but we'll see. That'll who wants to
2: play within state? That'd be nice. Get that money. Keep that money here. Yeah. Well, you know, is UTSA? They're off by then. They're out of there. Oh, that be.
3: But the other part of the schedule is you have to find a team that has an opening. Um, you know, that becomes a challenge too. Uh, but so we know already, Texas is playing.
2: Or you know you're not going to grab somebody like Notre Dame, but that's schedule. No, you're going
3: Cupcake City. I'm,
2: absolutely. Go
3: get Cal. No, something like that. <laughs> I don't think they're, they're Cupcake doing that. in your state. No, I'm thinking like like Texas State. Okay. Well, come on. Be yes. Nice. Be nice, well, to my Bobcats. I'm telling you. I mean, well, well, by that I, time they'll GTA, be loving to play. Well, by the way, Texas State is on a future schedule. The Bobcats. If you look down the road, they are. They, uh, they, they have it. But uh, so in 2024, Texas is already scheduled to play Colorado State here, the Rams, also at Michigan, and UTSA already comes here, September the 14th. That's already on the books, the Roadrunners. You're going to have to add a 12th. Um, that needs to be decided. Oklahoma is a game you're going to play in Dallas. You know that. And according to Horns 24-7, you're also going to A&M, going to Arkansas, and hosting Georgia. And you're gonna have to add a twelfth. So
2: somebody says slippery rock. Stop. Well, look, that's what they do. Lehigh,
3: Texas is. I don't believe in. And, and our man CB, our show historian, will tell us. I. I don't think Texas has ever played a, a an FCS team, ever. I can't remember them ever playing. Never like a Stephen F. Austin. Or no, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember that ever happening. If my, I'm 50 now, I've taken hits to the head. Uh, but maybe I don't. So think. why does A and M do it every year? Because they're in the SEC, and that's what they do. I mean, yes. this is the whole point. When they play eight games, they have to add that 12th game. And when college football went to the 12th game, the and, and, and everybody else decided to go to nine conference games.
2: You don't want a slobber knocker that time They of the stayed year. at
3: eight, and so then they play Slippery Rock and... Mercer. Mercer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you're a Texas fan, uh, it, and it will be a home game, a home slaughtering, it should be. But at the same time, will you take that... If you get Georgia, you know, whoever else is going to be rolling in here. You know that – and remember that Michigan game in 2024 was supposed to be here. Uh, That was supposed to be a home game as part of the 2024 schedule uh, originally, but Texas agreed to swap that game with Michigan for Fox TV, right, to be able to flip that, to, to move into the SEC in 2024, not, you know, to go a year early, ahead of the 2025 projected date. Uh, that's why they have to go to Ann Arbor and have agreed to go to Ann Arbor on September the 7th of 20 and 24. So Colorado State, Michigan, UTSA, Oklahoma on the schedule. They'll find out the other, what, seven tonight? It's going to be a lot different
0: than what we used to.
2: By the way, someone said don't bet against Deion Sanders. I, I, I'm only betting against him this year and maybe the following year. It just takes more than, I mean, that guy, if, if he didn't have the kind of confidence he had, he wouldn't have been the best cornerback ever to play the game, mm-hmm. so... I mean that's that's the way you have to build, but there's more to, to the the coach's confidence in building a football program. You know, I mean, I think there's other things. There's other things that surround that, and that includes the families that are there. That includes the the, the people that are at your university. Um, it's just more than just your confidence that builds programs. I just keep thinking know?
0: about those twenty Florida boys. You mentioned that the first time it's a snow game. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, do I you mean there's a lot of things that will come into play in that, including including the guys that get there and say, OK, in late, to, you know, in, in October, they're like, damn, this is where we can. I mean, little things like that. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can distract you. But well, and there's the also
3: way... the, the team chemistry part of things. bringing right.
2: all those so new I'm players saying, together. It, it, I don't and... think that's happening. And I like I, I mean, his attitude is the only attitude you should have. But
0: that's yeah. the attitude, attitude I have for Texas, you know, as a fan. He's,
2: yeah. And how's that been working?
0: Yeah. It, it doesn't work. I mean, no, no. There's, a, gets, there's a building
2: but, point to that. I mean, that that takes some building to do, and I, I mean, I don't think they're they're going to be lousy for long.
0: There's nothing wrong with having confidence. Well, no, also, I
2: mean, you have to. I mean, that's his. That's how he grew up. Period. That's why he got up every well, morning thinking.
3: Well, and that's how he's one of the. You know, yes, he was had God given athletic ability, but the uh, but the he had to work ethic too. And I mean, oh. just in,
2: yeah. I mean, he he rolled out of bed and did the work. To, he put in the work well, as I mean, a player. Yes, and, and I'm and, sure he's going to do the same as a coach, but
3: And so nothing you're hearing from should, should be surprising. I'm not, not at saying all. you think it's surprising N- oh, at, at, all. at all, but you know, his his brashness was by design, right? His 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 flashiness and prime time and all that was. design. Yeah, he's not going to come
2: off of that no matter what. Right,
3: because he, he was going to market himself, but you know behind it was an unbelie- one of the greatest athletes of all time. I For mean, sure, this is a guy who played in an NFL game and a Major League Baseball game in the same
2: day. He's not bringing in all those kind of players. Those people that all these right. different people that are coming in aren't like yeah. he is. Like he grew up. Right. Well, again, like some, some of
3: the younger people out there, including Ty, may not remember this guy played. What he played in, a, in an NFL game and then played in a World Series game in the same day. Really?
0: Yes. I did not know that.
3: Uh, th- so, again, we talk about Shohei Otani and what he's doing in Major League Baseball to be able to, you know, pitch at an elite level and hit and play a position at an elite level every day. Uh, that's in the same sport. That guy was uh, excelling at two sports at one time. Uh, which so is, he was, like, very good at baseball. Oh, well, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, he was a leadoff, and base running, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah.
3: Just an unbelievable, you know, leadoff hitter, speed, base stealer, uh, everything you would imagine from Deion Sanders. I mean, he wasn't the greatest hitter, but he was good enough. Um, and, and, you know, he was a productive player. So, you know, Deion and Bo Jackson, two guys you can think of that were able to uh, – by the way, did you see Bo Jackson? Had a retweet and a, and a kind word for Dylan Campbell's throw from the outfield the other night. Did he get his fic- uh, hiccups fixed? I don't Whoa. know if Bo has gotten the hiccups fixed. I don't know about that. But, He's yeah, D- that procedure. Dylan Campbell made that unbelievable throw from right field uh, in the Longhorn loss, and Bo Jackson tagged him. Said, nice job. Way to go, kid. And that's pretty high praise because Bo Jackson had I mean, gosh, <laughs> the throwing arm on top of the power, on top of the speed and then the size. And you played on the same you you were on the same field with Bo Jackson in a college football game. Oh
2: grown man playing college football.
3: We said Brian Jordan played both too. That's true. That's true. That would be the uh the answer to the trivia question because he was doing the same thing. Who is um, Brian Jordan? Look him up. Look him up, Ty. Oh yeah. But Deion did it with a lot of flash. And, of course, Deion was the best corner ever oh to play in pro football. Yeah. And, you know, he changed the games, uh, was a game changer at that sport. And that's where Bo Jackson, right? Bo Jackson was so great that he could have been, if he just stuck to one of the sports, he, he probably would have been the best player in either one of those sports, right? If, and if he hadn't suffered his hip injury, who knows? But, you know, he he was a guy who could have been the best baseball player on the planet, arguably, and then maybe the best running back ever to live. If he so so you're home. telling
0: me that – was he on the same teams as Deion, Deion Sanders, too, Brian Jordan?
3: Yeah. Wow. It says Deion had a noodle arm. You know, he did. He did. You know, that would be his one weakness as a as a major league baseball player was his throwing arm from the outfield. But, boy, well, he could run him down. But he had nothing. He, he could, could came run to him cor- down. He had
2: nothing play- when he played cornerback, though.
3: No. And then Bo so, – but there you, there you go. Bo Jackson could run him down – and hit them ten miles, and throw you out from you know the, the foul pole at home plate. Uh, so yeah, but man, great athletes, and they don't they don't make them that way anymore. I don't know. We don't see. I don't know. We're not make, we're not we're not building them that way. And Ty,
2: we're not giving them any more than at Colorado. More than four. I don't care who he brings in. Four Every, wins. Four wins. Should be at three and a half. That's at the most.
0: I agree. Fifty new players. They, they'll beat Cal. Florida talent. They'll beat Cal. We'll give them that one. Maybe
3: Colorado State. Maybe Colorado State. Six o'clock tonight is in that reveal comes down. You'll be watching it, certainly talking about it tomorrow and moving forward. We also will not lose sight of that there is a twenty twenty three season that needs to be played first, and that would begin in eighty days against the Rice Owls. Mm -hmm. And it's the all gas, no excuses tour for the Longhorns. It's you know, when you see that schedule and you know the gauntlet that's coming and what you're signing up for for the for good reasons. I mean you want to play the best. To be the best, you gotta play the best. Um, and, you know, Steve Sarkeesian does feel like he's got this program headed in a trajectory that's going to have them ready for SEC play in 2024. This year, though, Buck, you got to show it with that mental mindset Absolutely. that you're talking about, the ability to be a winning program, to not just look the part, and have, you know, on paper be look, look like you can be a championship Your team. Your team has to
2: take another, a giant step. Not, I mean, not a small one, take that giant step that when things do happen, which they do in a football game or any other sporting event, that you're ready for it. I mean, you're not only not only just ready for it. You're prepared if it doesn't work in your favor to change that in a hurry.
3: It's. A, I mentioned that the uh, new eyes on Texas multicast we dropped this week was me and me and Quan Cosby, Quan uh, Cosby and I talking football. And Quan talked about because he's he's yeah, he's optimistic about the 2023 season for the Longhorns too. But he talked about when he remember he came back from playing four years of minor league baseball in the LA Angels organization. So he's 22, came back to Texas. And in in that multicast that you can find at our YouTube page and at my Twitter account, the um, you know Quan talked about the mindset of the team when he got here. Remember, he walked in mm-hmm. the, the year of that twenty, the, the national championship, and he said, "Man, it was unbelievable." I um, mean, you know, I walked in and you know I hadn't played receiver, I hadn't played football in four years. I've been playing baseball. Uh, I got to work my way back into football shape, but you know, Vince and the guys and the receivers were telling him, "Man, we need you to get ready." We need you to get on, get, you know, raise the bar because you know he, they pointed out some of the weak links maybe in the receiver core and said, Quam we're going to need you. Uh, you're going to be starting for this team uh, pretty early on." And sure enough, he was, and was a productive player for Texas as a freshman. But uh, you know, th- this is what we're talking about. He he was he he, he described the mindset that this team had. Uh, it was a mission. It was a mission. And I I don't know if Texas can get there with Quinn yours and Steve Sarkeesian right now. That has got The mission is to be a champion. Like we we, hit, yes. we on our way to the SEC and on our way out of the Big Twelve, we need to be a championship program. I, mean, I need
2: mature football players. Yes, I, I know they may be young, but I need mature football players. I don't need, need the, the kids that and got I'm to grow not... up in a lot of ways when things aren't going right or or things are going right that you forget about how you got to that spot. Yeah, just yeah. need mature players. That whole team with Vince and those guys—they were, I mean, as goofy they were as hugely Casey, talented, and they were hugely talented, but they were mature. Those were guys.
3: With those man, are dudes with the Brooks Kepka mindset. Yes, with a I'm here to win. Uh, I'm not here to mess around. I'm going to beat all you guys between no, the years.
2: And then to me, when when those guys were playing, e, it was never that. You know what I mean? Uh, we're going to get our best game from them because no. every time we're, we're, we're in Texas. Stomp you. No, we're about to stomp you. Right when they get, that's when I that's when you know you've got it. When when you roll out of here and you and you play, you know, you played Alabama next year, but when your team goes to Tuscaloosa, it's like, oh no, no. We got close last year. We're about to come here and stomp you. It's not one of those, oh, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to give us your best game because we're Texas. No, it, I- we're about to stomp you. That's that's the the I don't mindset. Know if this that has program to be is there here.
3: yet because this, this team's not as talented as that team. Come on, I mean, ridiculous. I'm not saying this team has a can win a national championship, but I do think.
2: But some of the other teams well, that they'll be playing may but, but, not be but, as talented as the team that they well, that right. group play. Well,
3: Texas should be more talented than every team they play, not named Alabama. I year. think Texas should could beat Alabama by two scores. Well, listen, and Quan there you go. Could happen. Quan on 10 the multicast points. talked about that trip to Columbus, and they they all pointed to that. They understood how Absolutely. big that game was. They understood that you know. You know we're going to be more talented than every team we play, but maybe Ohio State. Can we go in and beat Ohio State? Yes, they did. Now look, if Texas can go in and to Tuscaloosa week two, a team they they lost to by a point last year, who's changing a lot of players and coordinators, and find a way to win, well, well that changes the ceiling on that football team. But that's yeah, the mindset that you have to create absolutely. right now, it, this it, time of year that you no, know, we can go in there and win that football game.
2: Very similar to when I was at Illinois. Every, I mean, every year that we played Ohio State, we beat Ohio State. I never lost to Ohio State. And every year we played Michigan, and, and I started thinking, what is the difference here, uh, Bo Schembechler and John Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that was John the difference? McEvick John McEvick
3: against Bo Schembechler, John McAvick against John Cooper. Yeah, yeah, probably so. Probably so, right? Hey, we will uh, pick it up on the other side. Ty will lead us through some hot or not topics as we roll forward on this uh, Get You Over the Hump Wednesday. Uh, also, we'll get back to the, uh, the top stories, the U.S. Open. U.S. Open tees off tomorrow. Jay Monahan dealing with a medical issue, which we'll talk about coming up. It's b on the Horn. What's hot? And
0: what's not? What's hot, what's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment.
3: Hot and not for sure, it's uh, going to be hot. Buck, would you say 108 next week is on the calendar? Next 108. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 108. That's
2: the sun coming out on your screen.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's this haze burn moving on. And, yes, uh, and the sun is out. Blazing yes. sun and then the hot ground on top of it. Yes, a lot of hot not, including the Vegas Golden Knights. Only their sixth year as a franchise. Winning the Stanley Cup last night to wrap up. What a beatdown that was. Yeah, 9-3 to three, most goals ever in a closeout game in the Stanley Cup finals. Uh, they get that win, and Vegas will have a party uh, six years into their existence, which is pretty cool, and that brings the, brings the, the sports summer now because the NBA's over now. At least the games are over. We got the draft and free agency coming. Drafts next Thursday. Also, the NHL is uh, in the books. Got Major League Baseball. College World Series will be really good this weekend. So, we're over the hump, looking forward to that. Uh, really good teams. Uh, Wake Forest is the odds favorite. But what do you say, Ty, that Stanford is uh, not highly thought of? Plus going 1,400. Plus 1,400. That Stanford team that just eliminated the Longhorns. Uh, in three games, I, I think the the reason for that is the the gamblers in Vegas Buck would project that if Stanford can't beat Wake Forest in game one and they're going to face the but
2: four- they'll run out of pitchers. Yeah, the fourteen and zero kid for Wake yes.
3: Forest, whose ERA of one point nine or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they go
2: into the losing bracket. They're
3: not going. They, they're not coming back. Right. They don't have the you know they don't have the pitching to come out of a losers bracket. And Wake Forest is that good. Now, to your point, if you want to go in there and put some money on Stanford, you have to win the whole thing, right? Correct. Correct the whole thing. Um I think it'd be Wake stay in the winners' bracket. For Um,
0: reference, TCU is plus seven hundred to win the championship. So you know.
3: Well, I think part of that is they're playing Oral Roberts in Game One.
0: Didn't think about that. Well, look again,
3: you're playing a four-team regional, and anybody knows whether it's in the first weekend or in Omaha, it is a huge. The team that can stay in the winners' bracket has a huge advantage. Absolutely. Uh, Texas went three and zero in Coral Gables. I don't know that Texas could have gotten out of Coral Gables had they had to go into the losers' bracket and pitch their way through it. It's just it's such an advantage. And you know, that first game becomes huge. Longhorns last year got up there and lost to Notre Dame in that first game and then, you know, had to then they had to lose an A and M. Uh, but yes, TCU has a more favorable matchup with with Oral Roberts than Stanford would with Wake Forest. And so that would be, you know, who's gonna stay in the winners bracket becomes the question and, and uh, that least plus just overall talent, Wake Forest is really, really good. Wake Forest is really, really good. Yeah. But I don't know who's coming out of that bracket even. It's worth taking a fly. I mean,
0: if you can pick – I'm going to pick, like, two of these teams and just put, like, 50 bucks on it and let it ride. I I think Stanford – Stanford and maybe even Oral Roberts, what did you say their odds were earlier? Like, plus 2,500
3: to win the championship? Yeah, I think think Oral Roberts is plus 2,600. Yeah. Yes. Um, But, you know, they've won 36 of 38. They got some good pitching. What are they in the – Summit. Summit League. Come on, man. But that whole bracket that uh, Stanford is now in is – I mean, guess you got Stanford, Wake Forest, LSU, and Tennessee, because that LSU Tennessee game will be a gangbuster in Game One at uh, College World Series time. Uh, so that's there. Also, six o'clock tonight we'll be watching for the uh, SEC football schedule reveal. It's National Flag Day today, so hang that flag proudly. Absolutely. And National Bourbon Day. So if you like your
2: favorite Ooh. bourbon, you may want to. Ooh, for me too. Me too. No, you're out. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I can have one. Ty, I'm out. You're out. O u t. Dang.
3: Hey,
0: quitter.
2: quitter.
3: Ty, what do you have for us in hot or not?
0: Uh, yesterday was the last, uh, episode of Undisputed on Fox with Shannon Sharp, uh, as a member of the the squad there with Skip Bayless. He had a very tearful goodbye, said he doesn't know where he's landing next, but he will, he will continue to be in in the
3: media world. I thought he did a good job. I'm not a big Skip Bayless fan. That goes way, way back. I'm probably not alone, but does people watch? Yeah. People tune in. That's the job.
0: Maybe, maybe, uh, do you, you got any list, uh, anyone on the list for replacements for Shannon
3: that you'd like to see with Skip? Mm-hmm.
0: Somebody our, our that Skip's going to like.
3: Our friend Manny Acho has been mentioned. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. I don't know if Manny wants to sit there and yell with Skip Bayless, but. Uh, Nobody's going
2: to be yelling with Skip. Skip's going to run the whole thing now. They want somebody that gets along with Skip.
3: Nobody gets along with
2: Skip. <laughs> That's the problem. You know? <laughs> Come
3: on, man. Get his brother, you know, the chef, Rick Bayless. There you go. Get him, maybe. Uh, maybe his own brother doesn't get along with him. I don't know. Welcome back. We will uh, roll forward almost halfway through our Wednesday edition. Up over the hump. More on the U.S. Open favorites and picks. Also the Jay Monahan, Monahan situation. And yeah, we've got uh, Longhorn football on the brain with the schedule coming out tonight. It's beating on the horn.